today in our first reading, we continue in the creation account on the story of the original fall in the first three chapters of Genesis. Throughout this past weekdays, we've heard the first creation account and the second creation account, and today we encounter Eve, who gave way to the temptation of Satan, and she ate the forbidden fruit. In a sense, we can always ask the question, how did Eve fall into this sin? How could she, who had been given so much, grasp for that one thing that God had commanded her not to have? And of course, as we may have heard before from other commentaries on this gospel scripture, you know, it was Adam who first received that commandment. That commandment to not eat of that fruit of that forbidden tree. And he had said it secondhand to Eve. But since God had first and originally and truly spoke that commandment to Adam, and it was truly Adam's role as spouse, as, as husband, ultimately we could say father of the family, to, to protect Eve and to uphold those commandments from God. So as we seek to answer this perennial question of, with all the gifts that they had been given in the garden, why did our first parents fall into this sin? We can certainly identify that it was, in a sense, that lack of presence of Adam, that, that lack of the protective nature of the, the fatherhood um, that Adam was called to, to lead him and Eve, that gave way to this original fall. And of course, as we kind of you know, make mention and reflect on, on the gift of, of marriage and and the gift of, um, you know, that first love shared between Adam and Eve. We can be reminded of what other day, but Valentine's Day this weekend, right? And so I just bought my mama her Valentine's card. So, you know, it's not just between husbands and wives. I mean, you know, I'm um, celibate, so my mama's going to be um, my Valentine's. And my sister. So I got them both Valentine's cards. And I- I'm excited we're going to eat at... Um, I don't know where we're going. We're supposed to be going somewhere, and we called for a reservation, and they already booked. So, I think it was the Grapevine Cafe and Gallery in the Donaldsonville. Am I correct? Should I be saddened that we're not going there? I am like more. I'm depressed now. <laughs> okay. But there may be a little light at the end of this tunnel because we're going to Ormond's Plantation Restaurant in Destrehan. I got a thumbs up. Okay. Now I'm relieved and joyful. The roller coasters of emotions for Valentine's. Man, with your mama. So anyway, so very much looking forward to that. You know, I was with the St. Genevieve um, children this morning, and, you know, we're um, talking about all these different holidays we have this week. But just coming back to the gift of family, though, coming back to the gift of, of husbands and wives and, and the gift of marriage, you know, as we... You know, go into this holiday weekend, and whether it's Valentine's Day or Mardi Gras. In a sense, you know, the Lord's always inviting us just to that quality time with our family. You know, we're going to have that time available. There won't be all the Mardi Gras parades and all the regular activities we're used to. There, there'll still be social distancing and maybe not as many gatherings or, or parties as we're accustomed to. 
But, but hopefully it's a time of uh, a holiday week where we can still um, gather with our family. Um, you know, in a sense, Valentine's Day kind of extends this to, you know, the entire family and, and that one, you know, bond of love, um, which is the family. And e- even as we look towards Lent, you know, it's a good time to, once again, um, just consider of the gift of our family and the gift of that, that bond of love. Because ultimately, the family is the source of, of our true joy. And, um, you know, the Lord's true presence in our life. You know, first God and then our family. And, you know, everything else falls behind those two things, God and family. And so as we seek to enter into those Lenten graces that will be coming up so soon, can't even begin to pray about now, I like to lift that up as one area of your Lenten consideration, the gift of family and, you know, how we're doing, where we're at. Is there anywhere to invite God's grace into the gift of family this Lent? You know, we kind of hear today in the Gospel of Mark of this little deliverance with a mute and deaf spirit. And the Lord delivers this gentleman, and afterwards he's able to hear and to speak. A beautiful miracle that this gentleman now can hear and speak. And, you know, sometimes when there may be little um, challenges in the family or, or maybe, you know, little areas of um, just a little lack of balance or just not as connected as we want, oftentimes it's, it could be kind of due to that, that death and dumb spirit, you know? Oftentimes because maybe, you know, our hearts maybe get a little closed off or, you know, a little just um, colored by past experiences and, you know, maybe we're not able to articulate ourselves um, as much as we want to the other or maybe there are different questions or things that feel that they're left off the table that you know we just can't really um, put on the table for for conversation so those are little areas that perhaps the Lord um, wants to work with us on and um, you know our Lord is so um, good and loving and and desires so much for the family to be that true bond um, that true nucleus of um, foundation of our lives and just true source of, of love in our lives. So just wanted to hold that up today. Um, you know, the gift of the family and, um, you know, where we're at. And is there anywhere that perhaps we can invite the Lord's grace there in our Lenten journey that will be beginning um, next week?